Welcome to the Instagram Stories for Tuesday, May 23rd. I'm your host, Daniel Hill. Normally, do we do Maseri Monday on Mondays. I know it's not Monday. There was a lot of Instagram news, but did you notice I'm doing the show more consistently? So come on, um, you know, into that thing. The questions today are going to start with broadcast channels, which if you're not familiar with are in your Instagram DM box and you can subscribe to people's channels or you can create your own. Recently, the head of Meta, Mark Zuckerberg, announced that broadcast channels could have collaborators. He invited Adam Masari to his broadcast channel. They shared some information, and then Adam Masari left the channel. There were some awkward moments. Anyway, the first question, caught your chat with Mark on his channel. How does that work? Here's some information about broadcast channels and collaborators. So if you have a broadcast channel, what you can do is you can add someone else to that channel as well so that you can talk to each other while in that channel and it goes to everyone who follows that channel. We're rolling this out over time, but it's a pretty fun way for creators to interact uh, in public and engage with their followers in a way that is a bit more natural. I think people are getting more and more used to consuming content in a messaging format, so we're trying to lean into that. Okay, that was a good explanation. I like the concept of having a collaborator in a broadcast channel, especially because you can do voice notes back and forth to each other. So you could sort of make it like an asynchronous podcast, meaning that you could ask the question and the person could answer at a time that was convenient for them. But you wouldn't want to let it go on too long, like hours or days, because that would be the world's slowest podcast. And who would want to listen to that? But anyway, I think it's an interesting concept to mess with. The next question also has to do with broadcast channels. Why would you use notes and broadcast channels? What's the difference? If you remember, notes are in the Instagram DM box and you can write a short status message there, less than 60 characters. A broadcast channel can have a large amount of text and you can put that text up there and it will stay up there. People can go back and read the historical things that you've written in the broadcast channel where notes expire after 24 hours. Those are the fundamental differences. Notes are a way just to let the people who you follow know um, what you're up to right now, really a conversation starter. Whereas a broadcast channel is a way to reach a much broader audience of people who are really passionate about whatever it is that you do. The next question has to do with GIFs in comments, which Instagram recently rolled out. Now, oftentimes people say GIF, but some people say GIF, and it's unclear which is right. I think both technically are correct. What I like to do is say GIF sometimes, and then you think to yourself 50% of the time, if you're a person who thinks the correct way is GIF, ooh, I should send Daniel a message and correct him that that's wrong. But then the next time I will say GIF. So then you think, oh, maybe I misheard him the first time. He must be correct after all. Okay, then I don't need to correct him. Whereas if you think the right way is GIF, you just said, oh, he knows what the right way is, and you don't think about it ever again. Anyway, Here's the answer to the question, are you using GIFs in comments? I should, but uh, not much yet, honestly. I'm a little bit more of an emoji guy, um, but looking forward to seeing what people do. I personally do not have the option for GIFs or GIFs, so I haven't gotten a chance to do either of those. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how long a reel should be, the Instagram algorithm, and what is the point of collaborative collections. So stick around. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling 
wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Oh, hey, welcome back. Glad you decided to stick around. Thank you. I appreciate that. Next question has to do with collaborative collections. If you are not familiar, collaborative collections are a thing where when you pin posts and you save them, you could make a collection of those to share with others. So for instance, say you're going on a trip, you could make a collection of all the places that you want to eat on the trip, and then people could add to that collection if they're going on the trip, for instance. And you can all share it together and you can see those collections. I really like this as a concept, although personally I have not used it yet. I just haven't had a reason to. I'm not really the kind of person to plan things by Instagram posts. Maybe that's why. Anyway, the question, are collaborative collections useful? I don't get them. Here's his answer. If you're into saving things, I think they're really valuable. I use it uh, to share a bunch of different possible travel places to go with my wife and football highlights with a friend of mine. Um, but, you know, for each person, what they're interested in is different. And if they've got someone with shared interests, it can be a pretty fun way to share what you find and discover on Instagram. Next question. How long should a reel be? The answer to that question is as short as humanly possible to get the idea across, but make people want to watch that reel multiple times. That is the answer. It is not as long as it takes for you to describe your thing or tell your story. No. Short enough to make people want to watch it over again. Here's his answer. There's no one answer to this, unfortunately. No silver bullets with ranking in general, but generally shorter tends to do better to a point. You don't want to get super short, like a couple of seconds, but try different things out. See what resonates with your followers because it might be different than what resonates with someone else's followers. The next question has to do with stories and hashtags. Now, you used to be able to tag a story with a hashtag, like for instance, with your town. And then you could watch all the stories from people in your town, which I actually really liked. I could find cool people in my town and then maybe next time I was out walking around at the post office or the mall, I might see them and be like, hey, I like your content. And in fact, that happened to me. I had people tell me I've seen your content on Instagram and that made me feel really great. But they took that feature away and it doesn't work anymore and it drives me crazy. But also we've moved on with life, so whatever. The question, are hashtags still useful in stories for searchability? Short answer, no. Not particularly, because searchability is only really useful for things that are around forever, and so stories disappear after 24 hours. So no one's going to find your story after 24 hours because you added a hashtag to it. still fun to do, and I think it can be interactive. People can tap on it. That might make us uh, assume that the story is more interesting in general, but it's probably more important for feed posts than story posts. And the last question we're going to talk about today has to do with Twitter. Now, recently, Twitter's feed ranking algorithm was leaked, and it was available on GitHub for a short time. The question, will you publish feed ranking algorithm like Twitter did? Again, Twitter's was leaked. They didn't do it on purpose. So that's kind of a strange question to ask. But underlying question, are you going to make things more public into how the Instagram algorithm works? Here's his answer. 
I don't think publishing all the code is actually that useful for the vast majority of people who can't read the code, but we definitely want to explain how ranking works. I could do a video every year to try to give an update on all the key things, but if there's other specific things you'd like to learn about, let me know. Happy to try to figure out how to communicate that more broadly. The more people understand how ranking works, I think the better, because the more effectively they're going to be able to use Instagram to do what it is that they do, which is also going to be good for Instagram in the end. Okay, that is going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I want to do a deep dive tomorrow on the app Artifact. If you are not familiar, the original creators of Instagram, Mike Krieger and Kevin Systrom, created a new app called Artifact. I've been using it for a long time, and recently they did an interview all about the app, where they're trying to take it, where they want to go with it. I am going to cover that article in tomorrow's episode, unless there's some other breaking news, but I think this is going to be the focus of tomorrow's episode. This helps me plan things out a little bit, and then you know what to expect. This is where I'm going with this concept. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to come back tomorrow for news about the Artifact app, which hopefully you're using, and I would love to get your opinion on, so be sure to come back tomorrow. Instagram news got you covered Sometimes even TikTok Relevant platforms in the metaverse Ahead of a wave Without a break or a pit stop Still waiting for Zuckerberg To give me the big job Pause Use trademarks and logos With Insta's permission of course If you like the show And you gain some good info Maybe leave a review It's a type of applause Just drop me a message If you want to collab If you got some good content Or you want to run ads At Daniel Hill Media Is where I am TikTok, Facebook and Instagram